Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time, time sports. sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by. In Northwest Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. It's time for Rollin' with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville. Coach, good afternoon. Good afternoon, you guys. Good afternoon. It is a good afternoon because you're on. You know, I, I thought about a way I could get you back to the bear mentality early in the show. So I'll, I'll leave it to you how you want to take this because I know you coached against him. Does it grieve you to see what St. John's did to Mike Anderson, who has is one of the ultimate classiest human beings you'll know, and then see what Patino is doing right now, ripping their, their facilities his own team, and everything else as they lose. Does that does that does that gall you as much as it does me? Oh my God! Well, there's certain coaches in this league and in other leagues and around the country are just absolutely disgraceful. As far as I'm concerned, uh, and it, you know when you start throwing the kids under the bus, nothing's ever your fault. I mean, I'm. Uh, I can say these things because I'm not in the coaching position, but but uh, when you think you're bigger than the good man upstairs, and some of these guys who think that, and 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 some of the athletic directors follow follow suit, it's it's ridiculous. They had to to me they they had to whatever they were supposed to pay Coach Anderson, they paid it to Rick. Yeah, because of the reputation he had. At Kentucky, yeah, and so that, that you know, I I used to try to get along with everyone, but those are the kind of people that, that you, you know they're they're talking on both sides of their mouth. When they say whatever they say, when they move their lips, they're lying. And so <laughs> that's, that's 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 how I see. You know. It, you know. Okay, so they they lose again. They're two. They've won two of their last ten games after a good start, and so now it's all about his players aren't any good. And guess what? He's the one that put that roster together, and now they can't move laterally, and they can't do this, and they can't do that. God, I don't know how many players are there from Mike's last team, but then he he's in his first year. The facilities, I don't know what's promised him or anything else, but they haven't changed. He, he hadn't even been there a whole year yet, and now you're ripping the facilities. Those are facilities yeah. you knew you had when you got the job, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And those are the players. I, I get a kick out of these guys talking about these guys are not good. These guys are, are freshmen or, or haven't been with the team long and all that bull. Yes. Uh, you went out and got them. I, I look at the players that Mike had, every one of them who left, are superstars on the teams they went mm-hmm. to go play for. Oh, are they? God almighty, Mike. You had some players that coach. We had a pretty good squad. We had some good people. We had good pieces. We won some big games. But when, you you know, all of a sudden, if you don't do something uh, outrageous, and, you know, a guy like Mike, I mean, he's, he's a straight, straight as an arrow. Yes, he is. You, you don't get any, too many people in the coaching profession as straight as an arrow. And Mike's one of them. And I'm guessing he's a lot like you in that he's not there anymore, but I'll bet some of his former players are staying in close contact with him. Well, they, they, it's amazing. They, he was telling us with just about every day, but 
he was telling me that some of his, his ex-players are, are the ones who sent him, you know, they, they're on computers and everything, send him all the information that's going on and and, and thanking him for being a part of, of, their, of their life while they were playing basketball. Yeah. Uh, they, they learned more than just basketball about life. And then that's what it's all about. I said, Mike, you know, you look back and you see all the kids you've coached and, and, and take you, for example, a young guy in 63, and you got already maybe 10 BA players, five or six of them are playing right now. I said, you know, it, it's amazing. Uh, some people fall into the right spot at the right time and get everything they, they're supposed to get. And you, sometimes we fall into the spot that we got to make what we get to get. Mm. So, yeah, it's that's that you know that that bothers me when a coach throws his team, his players, and even the ex coach under the bus for what reason? So he can look good. Yeah, all right. Yeah, give it a couple of years, and he may not look so good. So uh, Mike is still uh, certainly it's hard to understand that we all age, and he's probably at the age if he doesn't want to coach again, he doesn't have to. But do you think he'd still like to? I, I think sometimes the guys that are, you know, I guess 63, 64 at the most, but, uh, has, you know, there's there's that inside that tells you that, you know, you still want to be able to go out and do it again, do, do some more coaching. Uh, that takes a while to burn off. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's like a drug. All, all your life, that's all you've done. Yeah. All your life, mm-hmm. you know, as a kid, you played it, and then all of a sudden you coached it, and and and, and that when you get dismissed, it's like a new, it's like a new life to start. You you don't have to, and and you know that, but something tells you, yeah, go ahead and do a little bit more. Somebody tell you, hey, you're out of that mess and stay out of it. It's it's a different ball game now. So you know, I, I don't see him. Uh, going back, but at sometimes I, I I think he might decide that he's young enough to continue to do some more coaching. Well, the the good news is he doesn't have to live in New York City anymore. That, that's a blessing, right? <laughs> and, and the and the good news is he got a chance to experience the, what the city's like. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, they said if you can. Make I it like New York York's- City. Yeah, you, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. I, I said, yeah, <laughs> especially if you got four or five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, right. You better have that at least. Exactly. And that, that's only visiting. That's not living there. But I love visiting New York City. I didn't. Not sure I like to live there. Or well, not. you're a Yankee fan. That's why. You know. Well, I could live with that too. But yeah, um, that's right. I'm not gonna live in the Bronx. That's for sure. So, coach. Oh you, man, that's my my team. Were you surprised how uh, – you shouldn't be surprised, I guess, but what did you think of how well Arkansas competed last night, the way they competed against Mississippi State, and then the way they competed last night against Texas A&M? I, it, it goes to show you, boy, that sometimes when you turn it on at the right time and do the right things and good things happen, and them losing or Razorbacks losing some of their key players, yeah, other guys stepped up, you know, and uh, – that's a sign of a good team. That's why the record doesn't indicate how good a team is. Must has got a good ball club. I, I think they could beat anybody on any given night. That that's an old cliche. But do they honestly have, if, if things are falling the right way, a, 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 a charge taken here, a steal over here, one play, two plays away from being a pretty good team? That and it's, that's the sad part because you know it's there. And you're trying to get it. And last night they got it. Coach, I hope I can say this in a way that it, or ask in such a way that you can understand what I'm asking. How difficult is it to get a player to keep from looking over his shoulder, uh, to know that you have confidence that you'll let him play through a mistake? Uh, sometimes when the numbers, as you mentioned, with the bench getting shorter with all the injuries, maybe Coach Muss, in some regards, may be letting the player now play through his mistakes, and that gives him added confidence that first mistake he makes, here comes the hook. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard 
to, 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 to not, you know, think that as soon as I, I shoot a shot and didn't make it, I'm coming out. Right. Or else I did something wrong, I'm coming out. The only thing that, you know, that to me is to constantly tell the, the young, you know, I, you know, you can't play and worry about me. No, I always would say that to my guys. Yeah, you can't worry about how I feel. Mm-hmm. You've got to worry about what we're going to do out on the court. And if you're out there worrying about if I missed this shot, or they put me in to score. They put me in to do this. I put you in to win. I don't care how you do whatever you got to do. So so is, I, I used to try to make it a habit. Of when I took a guy out, I didn't talk to him. I let him go on down on the side of the bench. But some coaches, you get so upset, and they will mark all the way down, and they go down. And, <laughs> and he's already down, so you, you're beating the drum. You're just beating him up. <laughs> you have those, and they call that coaching. I don't know. I, I don't. I, sometimes silence is nothing wrong with uh, just giving a guy a chance to sometimes play through his mistakes. We always talk about we always talk about uh, take your practice to the game with you. If you could, uh, that's why I say the Razorbacks could could be very successful going down the stretch because it proved last night if they take their practice to the game, good things will happen. You got to make some shots. Every, there's no such thing as not making shots. All of my teams that were good could shoot the basketball. You know, there's there's always that saying, "Next man up." To to Randy's point, some places there aren't there. There's no more next man up, so mm-hmm. you're going to play through your mistakes. But boy, when Tremont Mark went to the dressing room last night, you're thinking, "There is no next man up." I hope mm-hmm. he's okay. And it turned out he no. did come back and play, and played well. I yeah. mean, he had career night kind of a game. They they all did. Uh, uh, is it's a, it's a good, a beautiful thing to watch that you've been down so, and all of a sudden you look like the kind of team that you thought you was gonna be, and, and that's got to be a big lift for the coaching staff, Coach Buzz, and all of his players. Uh, you know, got to be today feeling really good about what, whatever happens if they could bottle that and have a chance to continue to play. Now, we love asking you about the officiating, but Arkansas has played Texas A&M twice. In both games, there were 73 free throws shot. 73 free throws in both games. Is that because of the style those two play against each other, or or what is that? Wow. I don't know, but that's a lot of power. You know, sometimes, like I say, officials think fans came to see them officiate. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to let them go play. But uh, I didn't have no clue that there was that many fouls committed. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, and, and Arkansas shot free throws superbly, 28 out of 34, which is really one of the reasons they won the game. So they, they right. took it to their advantage. A&M had more free throws, made fewer of them. But goodness gracious, is that – are we seeing too many whistles blown in college basketball? Well, you know, it's area. You know, I'm, I'm watching TV and I see a game going on and some guy no blood and but murder, <laughs> no, no shot. You know, then you got uh, you look turn back and the guy looks like he just touched it, uh, had no game, no advantage, and there's a foul. On the East Coast, it looks like they let him play more. They just they mm-hmm. banging each other like. Probably, then you come on down to Southeast, and some of the touchy touch files. You go on the West Coast, and it's in between, you know, it's, it's the consistency of officiating has changed, and of course the players have changed. You know, you're, they're bigger, stronger, faster, and the game is faster. Even the slow game is fast to the big guys today. So. Uh, I don't know, are, are we going to catch up with the times of the players playing at the level that they play at now? Coach, I think of the uh, Big Ten typically as being physical. But mm-hmm. I don't think of the Big Ten being as physical as the Big East or 
as you mentioned, East Coast basketball. It's it has turned into a really physical league. You know, it's it, physical. It, and part of it, I do believe, Coach, as much as anything, is lack of position. You're talk you were talking bigger, faster, stronger. Add on to that, athletically, they're much right. better. And I think it makes a difficult game for these officials to call because they don't, in some cases, have the speed, even with the three-man crew, to keep up with the speed of today's game. Uh, that, that you might have hit that on, on the head, not being able to keep up with the game. But, you know, and, and I look at TV and I see this guy in New York calling, and the next night he's in yeah. Boston, and the yeah. next night he's, wait a minute, how can you be calling that many games <laughs> and, and doing your best job? It's impossible. So so uh, there's one guy, Katomati, every time I turn on the TV, <laughs> hey, he got a game. I'm saying, man, do you ever stay home? <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't watch the I don't watch the NBA hardly ever, so I'm wondering, do their officials work as many games per week as some of the college guys do? Because the college guys are employed, and so that's this is extra income for them. I don't know, are the NBA officials, are they employed by the NBA? Yes. And, 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 okay. Rick, you know, it's a hell of a job when you have an extra income that's yeah. two hundred, probably $200,000. Yeah. yeah. You can call it extra all you want to. It's like a regular job. Uh, yeah. Being paid extra. Oh, it's good. It's good income, but oh you know, my god, is it? And ever? that's and that's why you see those guys working so many games. Randy, do you know? Does the NBA have a limit on how many games their officials? I want to say they league? work four out of the seven days. Okay, but I may be wrong about that. But they'll typically. But that's what they do. They don't go back yeah. to the office the next no, day. No, no, sell no. Sell insurance. No. Yeah. Oh okay. no, no, no. Uh, let me squeeze this one in real quick. Uh, had a chance to know this gentleman. He was a great individual. Uh, this from our live feed feedback. Larry says, rest in peace, Dunbar Summer League and Central High School legend Charlie Patello played on the Central 1973 championship team of coach Johnny Greenwood that averaged 100 points a game. Wow. And, wow. Uh, Coach, I don't, I don't know if you remember. He may have been before even your time, but Charlie Patello. Charlie was a sweet shooting guard and could really i mean he he could play and uh that great team of central in 1973 uh, johnny greenwood coached for a while at uh ular in fact he coached mm-hmm. with coach happy Mafoots there for a while but uh he will be missed i don't know i mean i know corliss played scotty played a lot of, a lot of your guys played in the dunbar summer league and uh, that was a league that you could go out there on any given night and uh, you'd see a Joe Johnson or you might see, uh, you name it, uh, straight off the NBA floor uh, playing uh, in the summer leagues. I don't know if they still have that or not, but, well, that used to be some great, great basketball played here in central Arkansas. Coach, I want to I slide back to uh, uh, <laughs> about a player who, if he looked over his shoulder, it was only to wave at you. And uh, that was Alex Dillard. I don't think Dillard <laughs> ever worried that you were going to take him out because he had no fear once he stepped past that half-court line. Hey, we talked a little bit about him today. Yeah. Some people. Al, Al had amnesia after every shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I probably would have... If I hadn't paid attention, I probably would have messed that all up because the first time he took a shot in a game, it was about 50 feet out. And he, and, and he missed it. You know, he, I don't even think he made contact with the rim. And I'm yelling at him. And I, I say to Mike, where did we get this guy from? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so he comes back down. You know, I, I, I try not to, I, you know, give him another shot. So he comes back down and he and he's not down a, a, a fifty footer. I said. Eventually he hit another one, and I, I stopped paying attention to him. I said that that's who he is. <laughs> he's flat. He's got some, he's got range and he can. But 
I could also see myself saying, don't take that. Don't know. Good shot, son. <laughs> Good shot. I asked him, I said, why do you, uh, why do you, when do you know when to shoot? He said, when I'm open. <laughs> said, yeah, that makes sense. He said, I said, so when are you open? He said, as soon as I cross the half court, they don't play defense until you get up close to the three-point line. <laughs> so I learned how to shoot before I got there. I said, oh, okay, yeah, good deal. <laughs> yeah, he said when he was open. <laughs> got to give him credit for figuring you got to give him credit for figuring that out. Yeah, he knew the game. Yeah, and he could flat stick it, too. Boy. He could get you 16 points in a minute and a half. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was phenomenal. I look at Al, and I think of the guys today who let it fly. Al, Al didn't have no, no inside telling him not to take that one. I mean, if it was open for his he's concerned, he was taking it. But it'd be one on three, one on four, or one on one. It didn't matter. He was open. He was shooting. <laughs> and you live with those kind of guys. So that's who they are. You gotta love those kind of players, though. They can. Yeah. Oh yeah. They can shoot they can you make... in it or shoot you out of it. Yeah, they can. But uh, I'm very happy that Al. Ever... Almost most of the big important games where he really stepped up big for us, making some big baskets. You know, today's game, you, you got to shoot the basketball uh, in order to be a, a competitive team. You got to shoot it. Coach, ain't time. We got to step aside for a moment. That is the coach, the legend, Coach Nolan Richardson. Thanks to Slim Chickens, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports. Coach will be back in a moment. Stay tuned. What's going on? DJ Williams here with The Buzz. We got a big lineup for you Thursday on 103.7 The Buzz. Jackson Wells, thanks to our friends at Thompson Electric. We're going to have him on, talk about what he thought about his first outing and what is next to come for the Trojans over there in Little Rock. And Barrett Salee from CBS Sports is going to be on, talking about a little football. Might as well. It's never too early to talk about it. And one of our favorites, Chris Alley with Rock and Roll Sushi, going to come in, give our average guy movie review. That all starts 10 a.m. Make sure you tune in. In the Zone, where sports and entertainment come crashing together. I'm Supreme Court Justice Barbara Webb, and I'm excited to announce my candidacy for the position of Chief Justice. From private practice to prosecuting attorney to justice on the Supreme Court, my over four decades of courtroom experience have more than prepared me for this opportunity. I'll be an experienced and prepared Chief Justice with a fresh perspective on how to tackle our biggest problems, and that's exactly what our Kansans deserve. I'll focus on reducing case backlogs, expanding public access to the court, and modernizing our current systems and processes to save time and create efficiencies. Most importantly, I will uphold the rule of law and protect our Constitution. That's what I've done my entire life, and that's what I'll do as your next Chief Justice. With your support, I will continue to be a fair and independent voice that all our Kansans can trust. Remember, early voting begins February 20th, and Election Day is March 5th. Paid for by the Barbara Way for Chief Justice Committee. Bubba Carpenter joins Justin Acri and DJ Williams in the zone every week this baseball season, presented by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Johnston's Home Center, if they don't have it, you probably don't need it. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. From now until February 29th, shop at Jones & Son during our 0% finance event. That's right. All purchases from now until the end of February are eligible for 18-month, 0% financing. From our very own Jones & Son Couture Collection to Michael M., we have every shape and size of ring in store, 
featuring Arkansas's largest designer engagement ring selection. Get a low monthly payment when you finance with special 18-month zero-interest financing at Jones & Son. Shop online at jonesandson.com. You asked for it, you've got it. 0% is back. That's right. Get 0% financing for 72 months on new 2024 Ram 1500 Bighorns. Also, all 2500 and 3500s we have over 10% off. That's on 2024 models. This is the deal you've been waiting for. Get 0% financing for 72 months on new 2024 Ram 1500 Bighorn. You asked for it, you've got it. 0% is back. So come see us today at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep and get that new Ram you've been dreaming about. And also, it's Dodge Horsepower Days. For every horsepower a Charger or Challenger has, you get over $10 off. So that's over three, dollars dollars and $5,000 off on these models. Hurry fast. Supplies are not going to last. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be rejoined by the coach in just one moment. Looking for a great place to work? Go to DoubleBees.com and apply online. Now, when you're in a hurry, you can always pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps at all stores. And be sure to sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card, where you can save 10 cents off a gallon at the pump. In fact, all the pumps at DoubleBees are new, secure for your credit card use. And if you need to go inside, which we certainly hope that you do, uh, if you need some quick cash, all Double B's locations have ATMs for your convenience. And uh, be sure and ask the cashier about sign-up for rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all stores. That is Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. Make it Double B's. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville. And Rick, if you would, talk about the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. Which Slim Chickens talent fee for Nolan goes to every week. We need to point that out that Coach Richardson's gracious to come on with us every week. We love having him on. I think he enjoys being on. Slim Chicken sponsors him, and that money goes straight to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. And we hope that there are those of you out there who will see the value of what the Yvonne Richardson Foundation does, working with uh, kids and families who are in great need. Uh, they, they have done this year after year after year. Uh, they don't. Uh, they don't put money in their own pockets. They they are giving to the community, which is amazing to think that Coach Richardson still does this long after his coaching career has been over. It's easy to give. It's tax deductible. You just go to uh, giftivon g i f t y v o n n e dot com giftivon dot com. You can make your contribution right there. It's the easiest thing you'll ever do, as far as giving a gift, getting tax deductible. And that money is going to go to help people that are in great need. All right, Coach, I've got a question for you from Jerry by way of our live fan feedback. Said, Coach, Glory Road was adapted for the movie from the two years at UTEP. What parts of the movie do you remember? And what parts of the movie would you have been in college? First of all, that that movie and and I wasn't playing on that team. There was a team that won the national championship when I was a senior for freshman. And back in those days, the freshmen couldn't play varsity, so I knew basically most of the players that even had transferred in from uh, junior college. Uh, the movie, as it says, based on a true story. There's a lot of things that didn't seem to be true. <laughs> But it's based on a true story, so I got to go along with. Uh, sometimes 
it becomes a little bit more Hollywood than, than actually what actually had, had, had happened. But uh, I do know every one of those players. Uh, matter of fact, I had the, one of the, the Bobby Joe Hill, the one that took the ball from the Kentucky guard back to back. I baptized his uh, daughter, his uh, daughter's godfather, like, mm. and so uh, he, we were close. Uh, that that team was very, 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 very good. What do you think? You know, that was Don Haskins' national championship team, and he had success after that, but never quite could hit that again. What was that? Just a once in a lifetime team? You think? Uh, about Coach Haskins? Yes. I didn't hear the last part of it. Well, he, he won conference championships after that. He still won a lot of games, but never got quite back to that same spot. Was that just a team that was just a once-in-a-lifetime team to coach? Not necessarily, because there was a lot of teams that had never won not even one time in a oh, lifetime. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of them. <laughs> so... so <laughs> So, uh, especially in, in those days, you know, any time you look for a champion, you just turn to UCLA. Yeah. And, that, and there's where all the championships. There's no, uh, Haskins was along with a bunch of guys that may have won a championship, and that's the only one they were able to win. So win. And that's why I would say that it won uh, once in a lifetime. It just happened that once. Uh I think he got the closest he got again was the, the Elite Eight one, once a year. Mm. But getting to win a national championship from El Paso, a small school out in the desert, when Amazing. you're surrounded by all the biggest schools in the country, and you you come out a, a national champion, it's all it takes is one in a lifetime. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, how many great coaches are in the Hall of Fame that never won a national championship? No doubt. Right. Yeah. Right, I was thinking about we were asked that question. You know, I, I, I'm saying that if you don't win a national championship, you don't get to be a Hall of Famer. But that some of the guys didn't win national championships <laughs> got to mm-hmm. be Hall of Famer. The Hall of Fame would be slimmed down considerably if that was a <laughs> if you had to do that. Well, Coach, speaking yeah. speaking of one of those Hall of Famers at 92 years of age, I call him a character. I had a chance to. Interview him on a couple of different occasions, but Lefty Drizel passed away uh, the other day. And I'm not sure what you call a character. I, I call him a character, but he was also a pretty good, pretty doggone good basketball coach in his day. He was he was one of the better ones, coaches, especially that that accent that he that he spoke with. And and I mean he 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 was he was a big time coach and. Uh, uh, I know that one of my closest friends in the coaching profession named George Radley worked mm-hmm. for him. He gave him the opportunity to come on as an assistant coach. And there's some beautiful stories about it. And didn't get to know him personally, but got to meet him. Uh, all those guys that in those days I called them cowboys, they, they lasted a long time. Back in the day, you had a handshake. And your word meant more than anything else than any paper that you go and wrote your name on. Uh, and what, what he what he could do for the game was phenomenal. I was thinking, didn't Lefty wear some cowboy boots on different occasions? That time, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking that he did. Yeah, he wore some cowboy boots at some time, Coach. Um, this may be another one of those kind of stupid questions, but I love stupid questions, so I, I like to ask them. About this time of the year, during the, during the season, did you ever study or look at the standings uh, where you stood as a team? Probably was either number one or number two. Maybe it didn't take looking at the standings, but uh, we spent some time earlier in the program looking at, at where Arkansas stands right now. They They – or in a position, unless they change uh, that posture, they're going to play what they call the first, uh, the play-in games, the the Wednesday night games down in or up in Nashville. Did you ever look or think or worry about the schedule at all, or the uh, uh, look at the standings at all? Not until the season was over. <laughs> yeah, 
you know, uh, we, we knew that, it, you know, when it was over, you're going to be placed somewhere. And, and most times I, I would think that you want to finish one or two so you so you play in three nights uh, as opposed to uh, fourth and fifth down on that level or fifth and sixth or whichever where you had to play like we did in 2000, four games to win the tournament. From what I understand, and I've got most of this for Rick, is now you got to have five wins. Mm-hmm. If you're in the lower, in if you're in the bottom, bottom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I, I, that would have, you know, that, that drives you crazy worried about or thinking about it at all. I just was worried about can we win some games to get that ourselves. You no, know, to me, I, I, I was never a guy that cared about the pairings or the seedings, you know. You get a one seed or a two seed. I just want it in. We'll do the rest ourselves, but just let's get in. I know that the seeding gives you a chance to play a weaker, maybe a lower team, give you an opportunity to win enough so you get to the Sweet 16, the Elite 8, stuff like that. But to me, I don't care if it was 32 teams and we were 32. I want in. And that that, that was the bottom line for for what I felt. And and, uh, for for the seeding or getting in a, in a position, I didn't even think about that. Interesting, because you think about it, 94, you were number one seed, 95, you are number two seed, going to the NCAA tournament. In 96, you were a 12 and made the Sweet 16. That 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 doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. It does occasionally, but not very often that a 12 gets to the Sweet 16. Rick, I tell you, that team, with Sunday out of bio gone, Jesse Pate gone. You know, that was the year that they accused us being something wrong with the program. Mm-hmm. And we dismissed those two kids. I took my leading scorer, my leading rebounder, and we we get to the 316. That was a very, very good basketball team. That that team and the 98 team. But the, the, the investigation hurt both of those teams. In, in, a, in a very negative way, it, it kind of we had we had things just rolling. It's like we had the things rolling, and the wheels came out a little bit when they slowed us down by saying there's some impro- improperties that have taken place on our campus. Find out there were none, mm-hmm. but it's too late. Those two kids were dismissed from the team. So I '96. I thought that that was one of my better was going to be one of my better teams, all of them together. Mm. Still hard to think back at that time. Yeah, it's just yeah. Mm. All right, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from Drew says, "Please ask Coach if he ever thinks of I was one of the few men who has a national championship to my name." Has to be a dream still to him today. Uh, thank you. A lot of it is so hard to do. I sure hope uh, he thinks about how wonderful coach he was. Okay. I guess the the question is: Do you ever reflect on the fact that you are one of the few men that's ever won a national championship? You know, when I when I think back. It's funny, I never really think back to winning the national championship. I think back to nineteen ninety. We got there in four or five years. We got we got we got to the final four. And then a few years later, we're back at the final four. And the next year we're back at the final four. We got a chance to go and we're in the sweet sixteen. So those are the things that, that, that flashes back. Not not so much that, hey, we won the national championship. Uh but but the part of man, if we'd have won one more game, we'd have won two championships. <laughs> you know, I, I'm greedy. I was a real hog. <laughs> I was really hang greedy, on, you know? coach. The only real way to do it. We know honest to goodness food can bring people together. That's why we use 100% all natural chicken and only the best ingredients. And our 11 shaken sauces and new dry rubs add real variety with our perfectly fried wings. We cook each meal right. to order, so it's fresh. Because when something is real, it's delicious. So let's share a meal together. Slim Chickens. 
cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's R-A-M-P slash sports. Tackle your outdoor projects with Greenway Equipment's Lawn Patrol Package. Handling is effortless with the John Deere 1023E's twin-touch foot controls with a hydrostatic transmission and four-wheel drive with power steering. The 60D Driveover Auto Connect Belly Mower makes mowing easy, and the 120R Quick Park Loader is perfect for dirt moving and mulching projects. With 0% APR for 84 months and a six-year powertrain warranty, it's a deal you can't miss. For more information, head to your local Greenway or visit gogreenway.com. With approved credit, see dealer for details. Patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. So how does this non-surgical approach work? QC Kinetics medical director, Dr. Aaron Wolkoff, explains. It's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue. And then you look down a week later, two weeks later, and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed. In this same same way, QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patients' pain. Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501 501- 222-8440-501-222-8440. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be rejoined by Coach in just a moment, thanks to Slim Chickens. First Security Banks is still lending more than just a hand. First Security is helping our customers by providing the loans they need. So whether it's for your home, your business, or your family, First Security has the type of loan that's right for you. Whether it's a personal loan, home loans and refinancing, home equity loans, commercial loans. When you need a loan, you'll find one here. Call or stop by any First Security location today for better loans backed by better personal service. With over 78 banking centers to serve you, there is a first security location near you. Connect with us. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Only in Arkansas, that's First Security Bank. And it's time for Rolling with Nolan. On Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville. And Rick, if you would talk one more time about the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. Sure. Gift Yvonne, G-I-F-T-Y-V-O-N-N-E. That's the way that you can give to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. They've been doing great things for people all over the state and probably beyond that for many years since coach was uh, still coaching at the University of Arkansas. So we're going back, you know, to the 80s and 90s, and uh, they've been helping family after family after family. I don't know if I've told the story on this uh, show, but uh, 
how many times you'd come to basketball practice and there'd be no one and they'd be in full practice and here would come a young person in that's got cancer. Practice stopped. Every player came over, greeted that student. They'd have posters, they'd sign for them, everything else. Uh, Coach Richardson is absolutely amazing with kids who are in traumatic situations, and that's what the Yvonne Richardson Foundation reaches out to help people. Maybe they don't have transportation to take care of their kids. Uh, it, whatever it may be, that's what he's been doing for decades. And so it's a worthy cause, great thing to give to, very easy to give to. Gift Yvonne, Y-V-O-N-N-E dot com. And, Coach, we have another question for you by way of our Live pin feedback, David says, as coach, who were the most talented players that he coached that never reached their potential for whatever reason in college or professional careers? I'm thinking of Sunday Adebayo and William Mills. Yeah, the sad part on the last one, William Mills, he was he was uh, killed uh, before he could uh, really get his life all squared away, and he was a very, very talented. Sunday, Sunday, on the other hand, played a little bit, I believe, overseas, but Sunday, to, to me, was the, was the guy that they experimented on by ruling him ineligible for us, ruling him eligible for Memphis, and then the next year, ruling him eligible for us, and ruling him ineligible for Memphis. Uh, That was a terrible, terrible thing that happened. Was I'm concerned to to send out a bio. Anybody else that you just look at and say, "Gosh, they had so much more than than they actually uh, than actually produced." Well, you know, the the guy that's probably one of the best, or if not the best, athlete. Allie Thompson. Oh, my goodness, I've yes. I've never seen a kid that had possessed the talent from an athletic standpoint than that kid. Uh, and, and there was times, you know, he just, he, he was unbelievable. There was times he was unbelievable the other way. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But but he he one of those most gifted, you know, blessed with talent. Ability, quickness. He had everything. Coach, I I think he was the player along with William Mills. If there was a quarter on top of the backboard, he could make change. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Allie was a man. Allie just uh, some things sometimes uh, you got everything that's in front of you and you just can't quite grab it. And run with it. He was, was not quite there to do that. Who was the young man out of Dallas? Was it Byron Irvin? Have I got that name? No, that's, he's no out I just of had Chicago. him for a year. Yeah, and plus he was a. Yeah, he blossomed at Oklahoma State. Yeah. No, well, Byron Irvin went to. Didn't he go to Missouri? I think he went to Missouri after Arkansas. Am I correct? I know that? who you're talking about. Yeah, he was he, from he, Dallas. The young man well, I'm thinking about. People, you may be talking about Glendon Alexander. Glendon Alexander, yeah. yes, that's it. Yeah, way off, yeah. way off. Yeah, Glendon transferred out of here and went to Oklahoma State. Yeah, and, and never really lived up to you know he was the leading scorer in the history of Texas high school yeah. basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he thought he, you know, he wanted to be the next Kobe Bryant. Or Thought that he was as good as Kobe, but they weren't nowhere. They weren't nowhere, nowhere close to Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now, so, Randy, if if you're thinking of Byron Irvin, he he was a Sutton player that was here for Coach's first year, and then he left. No, I was so, thinking. I was thinking of of yeah, uh, Alexander. Brandon Alexander. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. McDonald's All America, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he won every every honor you could get in Texas. He won. He was the, the main man there. And hard to uh, hard to remember all the names, but those 
he came in so highly regarded. I think that was why uh, there was such disappointment with Alexander because this was a, as Rick mentioned, a McDonald's All American and all this other stuff. And yeah, you just don't. You just <laughs> well, you know. Andy, the coach is too kind to talk about the times he had to deal with parents, <laughs> not just the players. And so maybe oh, we want to yeah. let maybe we want to let that one go with that. <laughs> 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 Alexander. Yeah, that was, yeah that maybe this question me, Coach, who were the most disappointing <laughs> parents you had to deal with? <laughs> I was blessed, man. I, I only had to talk to one parent in all those years about you take your son and that way uh, you can coach him I won't, I won't be in touch with the kid. I won't say who it was, but the kid, I, I told him you need to go home to your dad. They're going to they're gonna coach you. And boy, did he get upset. I told him not to be calling you. They thought he should be starting, so. I said, well, if they're going to coach you, you might as well go play for them. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I wouldn't, I, there was only one way for me. You know, if you can't do it my way, then you need to hit the highway. <laughs> so you can't have two chiefs trying to run a try. We got with two, two other people. So I, I didn't, I, I don't guess I got as much as I probably thought. People might thought I did, but I really didn't get that much from parents. They, they knew I was kind of a no-nonsense guy. Uh, I was going to do it the way I thought they ought to be done. That's why I asked them to send me the son, and I'll send you back a man. You know, I'll, I'll take the boy from you, but when, I, when he comes back, he ought to be a man. And that was my trademark, making men out of new boys. And uh, don't call me, I'll call you. Sound <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you I mean you've said it before. Well, you're basically saying it now. It's my way or the highway. And uh and then the other one, don't call me, I'll call you. So uh that way we can stay in any necessary contact that uh, needs to be done. You know, it's kind of what you were talking about a minute ago, coach, about you take a player out and you wouldn't say anything to him. It's funny because most teams always have the good cop and they have the bad cop. Right. And and I'd always see Mike get up. He would be the good cop. And all yep. it took would be one look from you down. You didn't even have to say a word. All you had to do is just look down the bench at that player. He got the message. But uh, <laughs> good cop, bad cop. Coach, as always, we love having you on. Thank you so much. That is the coach, the legend, Coach Nolan Richardson. Thanks again to Slim Chickens. For Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty. Spay and new to your pet. Stay right where you are. Coming up next, Wild Side. Oh, my goodness. So long, everybody. One man can't make a team. Yeah, so what's your point? Thanks for being part of the Buzz team. <laughs> 1037 The Buzz.